am so excited to have our very first guest on the podcast, Dr. Weta Grove. She is a psychologist here in San Antonio and the founder of Psych Hike. I'm so excited to bring her to the podcast today because her passion is outdoors, nature, and something that so many of us are missing right now with the current state that we're in. So for those of you who might be listening to this episode later, um, at later in time, we are currently in San Antonio and the United States and even globally in a pandemic situation in which we're kind of quarantined to our homes. And so some of what we'll be talking about with Dr. Wettergrove today will apply specifically to our unique situation, but also how to recover with nature following this pandemic and once we're able to get out and about. And then of course, being able to use nature in your everyday life to be able to nourish your emotional wellness. I'm excited to visit with her and share this with you. I have here with us today Dr. Amanda Wettergrove. She is a psychologist here in San Antonio and the founder of Psych Hike. And Amanda, you're actually the very first guest. So that's really awesome. I'm so excited and um, excited and nervous to be interviewing somebody else because it's just a little bit of a different feel. Um, But I'm really looking forward to what content you have to share with us today. I think it's a really good time to talk about um, this topic right now. But I want to give you a moment to just kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your professional background and how, um, you know, Psych Hike came to be. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. And I know, yeah, we talked about doing this kind of before this whole COVID thing. And then when this happened, um, I felt like this urgency that we needed to talk about this stuff um, soon, you know, now, because people are just really struggling and to do it. Um, So I'm a psychologist located in San Antonio. And I, uh, like you said, own a business called Psych Hike, where I'm really passionate about getting women outdoors. Um, I've personally in my own life just been completely changed by nature and by spending time um, outdoors. It got me through a really tough time when my dad died. And so I understand the power of it. And I just like I'm so passionate about sharing that with other Um, And so the therapy that I do is evidence-based, but I add the nature component by taking women outdoors and hiking so that they can also get the outdoor benefits. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's something that I had never even really honestly thought of until um, I want to say when a mutual friend of ours mentioned you and, and kind of your business to me it just, this light bulb went off in my head of, I never thought of that. And that's, that's just such a profound way of combining, oh my gosh, the whole mind, body, spirit, which is what we're about here on this podcast, just doing therapy in a whole different way. And so um, I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about, you know, what that can offer for us. So, but before we get started, I want to know, um, Just for you, what is your favorite way of nourishing your own emotional wellness? So for me, it's hiking. Um, 
that's, you know, hard to do. It's not something I can do every day, but like when I get the opportunity, I'm hiking, Mm -hmm. um, kind of smaller, just like day to day activities, um, that I do are like a daily gratitude practice for me. That's been kind of a game changer. And so that's something that I do every day. Yeah. Gratitude is, gosh, it's one of those things that's so it's, it's quick. It's, it's cheap, you know, yeah. um, but it's so profound the effects that it can have on us. So I love that. Yeah. And I like to do things, you know, like that the science um, has shown works. I'm kind of a skeptic in my mm-hmm. personal life. And so like, I know that um, for some people, they think that gratitude is kind of this fluffy thing, Um, But really, I mean, the science is clear. The research is clear that gratitude has profound mental health benefits for us. Right. And honestly, that's one of the, you know, things that I really love about you. And as I've kind of, I know we haven't been able to actually be in person very often, of course, not during this time with the quarantine. But um, from what I know about you, I love that you're like when you're talking about these services, you know, whether it's hiking and the stuff we'll get into here in a bit, or like you're mentioning gratitude that you do mention, and I would assume you, you educate, you know, your clients and, and even through your platform, like on Instagram of the science behind it, which I think a lot of us don't do. And it's not maybe necessarily that we're not aware of it or using that to fuel why we do what we do. But I think sometimes we forget to like mention that piece and it is very important I have I know for myself I have a lot of clients that want that they just want that background information to understand why are we doing what we're doing why are you recommending these things yeah exactly I would be that kind of client (laughs) yeah yeah and that's that's good I mean I think that's we we need to I mean when I say we I guess I'm thinking of maybe the you know, well, really, whoever offers any sort of service as a a healing modality or whatnot to remember to add that piece in or have some sort of handout available or something to be able to provide that to clients who really want to understand all of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk nature. For what does nature have to offer us that's, you know, different, um, than what maybe we're used to in in order to manage our emotional wellness. Yeah. So, I mean, speaking of research, the research is pretty clear at this point that whether it's spending just one time in nature, going out, you know, regularly, several times a week, um, whether we're spending time in nature just kind of for like brief bursts, you know, 20 minutes, or whether we're going and spending longer amounts of time, you know, an hour and a half to three hours, like the research is clear, study after study shows us that time in nature enhances our well-being, it improves our mood, it increases our our attention, and it decreases stress, anxiety, and irritability. Um, There are some studies that show, you know, that moving in nature can be equivalent to taking an antidepressant, right, which is like so powerful to think about. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm in no way suggesting everyone go out and like stop taking their antidepressants and uh, just like treating themselves with nature. But what I am saying is like, you know, we should all be talking with our doctors about um, 
nature and the outdoors being a part of our treatment plans. And I think, you know, a lot of doctors, um, you know, don't have, don't have the background um, in kind of understanding the power of, of nature and the outdoors. And so I think sometimes as consumers, it, it becomes our responsibility to go and have those conversations with our healthcare providers. Um, but yeah, I mean, nature is just, it's so powerful in so many ways on our mental health and there aren't any side effects. Right. Um, and, and that's, I'm so glad that you're able to join me for this podcast. Cause that's really absolutely what, you know, I'm trying to do here with it is to provide, you know, consumers out there with that awareness of knowing there are other things, perhaps you've never heard of them or no one's ever educated you on them or whatnot, but there are things, this is why they work. These are the people you can contact if you want to implement those into your, you know, treatment or, um, you know, your life. And so, um, yeah, I mean, and, and we just, we don't know what we don't know. And so I'm glad that you're able to, you know, provide us with some education on that today. Yeah. And I mean, I can speak a little more specifically to, you know, what we know about nature. So walking in nature, it decreases the activity in our prefrontal cortex, which is where we, um, we do all our planning and problem solving, but it's also the part of our brain where we worry. And so being in nature helps with uh, decreasing rumination, you know, that kind of stewing on things. Um, mm-hmm. It helps with attention. It increases well-being and life satisfaction. Um, it decreases anxiety. It can even help us with our memory and uh, problem-solving abilities. And it even helps with sleep. So getting out doors and giving ourselves exposure to natural sunlight early in the morning, it really sets our circadian clock for the day so that we're able to fall asleep better um, when bedtime comes. So, it, wow. I mean, it, it's just like, it's hard. and I get so excited about it. And there's so many different things to talk about um, because it's just helpful in so many ways. Right, right. Yeah, especially it sounds like, I mean, with anxiety, you know, definitely sounds very grounding. Mm-hmm. So let's take it kind of to more, you know, we're talking big picture here in nature. So then how would we implement this? Like, how would we put this into practice? But more specifically, um, so as I mentioned in the introduction a little bit earlier, right now, if you're listening to this podcast at a later date, I mean, later in the year or something, we are all currently kind of on a quarantine. Um, there's a pandemic worldwide, actually. And so we're not, we, we don't have the opportunity to engage with others and outside as much as we might in a normal kind of state. So I'd like to ask you, Dr. Wettergrove, what can we do during this time of the COVID pandemic to still implement nature into our coping and into our lives? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think the first thing is we have to change our definition of nature. Um, And what I mean is, I think most people, they hear nature and they think like, oh, I got to pack my bag and like go into the woods for three days. You know, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And I encourage everyone to do that too, when this is all over. But um, nature, you know, is really talking about green space, right? So whether that's your backyard, 
um, whether you know it's creating a space on your patio or your balcony or your porch, um, whether it's walking around your apartment, you know, and getting um, some access to like you know grass and bushes and trees. Like we have to change our definition of nature, and not just during COVID, but moving forward because. By 2050, two-thirds of the world is going to be urbanized. And so if we're thinking about how to get the benefits of nature, um, even moving forward, we're going to have to sort of think about nature differently and look for ways to get it in our day-to-day life. Because a lot of us can't get away um, into the forest, you know, like we would like to. And so um, back to your question of kind of how do we navigate through this COVID crisis, I think just finding opportunities to get um, into our backyards and into any green space that we can find um, is going to be helpful. Yeah, I, so I live like in a, we don't really necessarily have a backyard, but I mean, we do have, you know, there's trees and there's, you know, like what, I like what you're saying of the green space. Um, And I hadn't thought of it that way in that it doesn't have to be like this, you know, huge, beautiful landscape type thing when we think of nature. And you're absolutely right. I mean, with being kind of stuck in the house for a little while now, when we, you know, take my son out just to our little front area and we're not even walking anywhere, you know, there's trees, there's grass, but it just, it does, it gives you this refreshing kind of reset. And so I love the idea of like you're saying green space. It doesn't have to be you know, like mountain forests, like these bigger kind of images that um, I know I'm guilty of kind of thinking when I think of the word nature. Yeah. And I mean, there's even some studies that suggest that when we just look at a picture of nature, um, there are some benefits. Now, are the benefits going to be as great as like actually getting outdoors? I would disagree. But like we're doing what we can with what we have kind of where we're at right now during this pandemic and so i always say some nature is better than no nature you know just do what you can and so at the very minimum you know even if you just have uh the opportunity to like change your uh your computer screen or your phone screen to something you know to a nature scene that can help yeah what would you say of it made me think of um maybe it was yesterday, but so with less kind of traffic right now with cars and and it's, it seems like the outdoors are a lot more quiet. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed when we were playing in my son's room, you could hear the birds out in the tree a lot louder than usual. And there was this stillness outside. And so even, would you say that something even as simple and quick of like, say, you know, opening the window and just hearing the birds. So maybe not out we're not outdoors but we're kind of inviting the outdoors into the home would that be effective and calming even in that way yes and I'm so glad you said that as you were describing it it was just such a a beautiful picture to think about um because and I've been hearing all the the birds chirping also I think um I was reading there you know it's just the time of year also where birds are kind of out it's springtime and so this is such a perfect opportunity to go out and listen to that or open your windows and listen to them. And what's happening when we hear um, nature sounds like birds is that, and this is so cool, 
cortisol, which is that stress hormone, it's decreasing while um, at the same time we're getting kind of a boost in our attention. So what that means mm -hmm. is that we're being physically relaxed while we're being stimulated mentally. I mean, and just thinking about that is, is just so neat, you know, that physically I'm feeling relaxed, but my mm -hmm. attention, my focus, you know, those things are, are kind of being increased. And so that might be yeah, what you're, what you were experiencing when you said you kind of like started to notice it more, um, is that your mm -hmm. attention was kind of homing in on that. That makes me think of even some of the kiddos that are, you know, well, they're all at home right now. And so if we're trying to get them to, you know, read or work on an assignment, having them sit next to a window with the window up and it, you know, even just hearing those words to complete their task versus like sitting in a noisy kind of TV on type mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Another study, um, showed that when families went outdoors, and I'm, I've been thinking about this too, because there's just so many more families at home kind of stuck, <laughs> stuck indoors together. But when they went out um, doors, um, they showed more cohesiveness, more team building, more unity after spending time in a green space. They were comparing these um, groups to groups that were like walking through a, a noisy mall, kind of like what you were just describing, right? Like the TV is on and you know, there's just so much noise. So the families mm -hmm. that were out in nature, they had those benefits of cohesiveness, team building, unity that the families that walked through the mall did not have. And so, you know, mm -hmm. if you're thinking about that as a parent, like you're, there's lots of things you're asking of your kids, right? Do chores, help make dinner, do your homework. Um, and so thinking about maybe taking outdoor breaks or green space breaks, before you ask them to do those things might help them be better able to to do those things and get along better as mm -hmm. they're doing them. Okay, so kind of, yeah, increasing focus and productivity even depending on the task. Mm -hmm. um, okay, yeah. Are there any other, I don't know, populations that you would say, maybe even right now during the pandemic that really benefit from like you said creating a little pocket of green space it made me think of you know some of us that are still working and in, indoors in all day not even a commute to kind of get out into the you know outside so you know are there any particular populations right now that could really maybe implement this yeah I've been thinking a lot about people that are teleworking because I am one of those people um and I've just kind of been trying to navigate that for myself um being home full time and getting just really easily distracted or um just feeling you know like I have less concentration and focus and again um, you know, studies show that when people get out in a green space, even just one time. So this is, I, I think the point I want to um, just kind of drill in is like, you don't have to go outdoors every single day. You can get this boost just by mm. going out one time. But people that went outside um, in a green space to take a break like that, they came back and their attention, their concentration, their focus were all restored right? So they gave them um, tests and puzzles and things like that to work on. And that's how they 
these mm-hmm. work and they measure these things and all of those things are restored. And so if you're sitting, you know, at your computer feeling like, man, I'm getting distracted, I'm getting sidetracked, I really can't focus on this project, you know, we have so many things going through our minds right now from who's going to watch my kids to how am I going to get to the grocery store to am I even going to have a job, you know, next week. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're all really valid things to worry about. And they sort of distract us from the task at hand. And so just kind of when you're noticing that those things are coming up for you, maybe taking a break, um, getting outside, getting into a green space, and then coming back and seeing if that doesn't help with attention, concentration, and focus. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, and I love this whole idea of nature too, because so as my clients know, and, and maybe others out there, I use a lot of the chakra work in my way of doing therapy. And so anytime we're kind of say more in a flighty anxious state it always kind of comes back to the root chakra and and what is root well earth grounding Mm -hmm. um which you know you can do indoors but the the best thing would be you know kind of coming back to that nature experience and so um you know like earthing really and truly getting your bare feet into some really fresh soil and the way that feels and all of the things that happen within the body with that so you know, during this pandemic that we're in right now, I mean, there's like, you're right, there's so many worries going on um, that bring us right back to that root chakra of, you know, do I have, am I going to have a home? Am I going to pay the bills? Am I going to have a paycheck? Um, even food, you know, am I going to find food at the store? And so, you know, we've got to really anchor ourselves into that root chakra experience of feeling safe and grounded in nature is absolutely something that um, I'll mention often that pairs well with that, but not being necessarily some, someone who grounds in that way. I'm glad to have you on here to be able to give us some additional ways of doing. Yeah. You know, there's also a lot of sadness right now. You know, I'm experiencing it um, today I was actually supposed to be in the hill country doing this um, retreat for hundreds of women, you know, just that are uh, passionate about outdoors. And I had been looking forward to it for so long. And um, and so I think a lot of us are experiencing that, you know, loss of what was going to be for us in the coming mm-hmm. months, loss of um, independence, you know, and autonomy, not being able to kind of go and do what we want. Um, you know, for right. some of us at, at the very worst extreme of this loss of like human life, you know, knowing someone who we lost to this pandemic. And so, you know, there's just a lot of, um, like you said, fear, anxiety, sadness. And um, while you know, the hope is that we all are always taking care of our mental health right now. It's so, so important because of these extra burdens that um, we're faced with. Absolutely. And that that perfectly blends into the, the, the question I was going to kind of present of, you know, why is it such an important time right now to be taking care of our emotional wellness, our bodies, um, you, you know, and you, you 
definitely made a great point with that. It's there's there's so much going on. Um, and even I mean, from sadness all the way to even if maybe I know I've had some friends and family and even clients that aren't necessarily in a sad, anxious state, but are still very thrown off by, you know, all these changes. And so just needing some sort of structure and routine and um, they're trying to kind of figure out a new normal. And, and so perhaps incorporating, like you said, just a moment in a green space area can help them feel like you said, more productive. So there I've got two different sets of people almost is like sad and anxious and fearful. Then I've got some that are just really kind of distracted and um, loss of focus and trying their best to still be productive, Mm -hmm. but just feeling really thrown off. And so it sounds like, you know, nature and outdoors can help. Yeah, for sure. How are you um, for yourself creating these pockets of green space in your own life have have you found it challenging even being someone who does this often you know um I'm really lucky in that I have a nice green space in my backyard that I I access daily um the challenge Mm -hmm. that I'm finding right now is what you were just talking about just this distraction and kind of this sense of urgency that like I need to know what's like and everything is, is changing so fast and even the information is changing so fast that I'm finding myself spending way way more time on social media and just on my phone like scrolling different news sites than I have ever um, before and so for me the challenge is really like just disconnecting and like reminding myself it's going to be okay if I don't have like the latest breaking news about this thing. I know how to keep myself safe. Um, I know the parameters, you know, six feet, washing your hands, not going out, like that's Mm -hmm. not changing, right? Like that information is not changing. And so having to kind of like, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I'm lucky in that I have the green space. My challenge lately has been disconnecting to actually get out into the green space. Um, Mm -hmm. I've not experienced that challenge before because I I usually am just someone who just I gravitate towards nature. Um, But I'm finding myself, you know, kind of that's been the struggle for me. So I'm actually um, today doing some gardening. And, and kind of trying mm-hmm. to, to get back into nature in like a different way that's kind of exciting and new for me. And so that's what I'm doing today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said earlier, I guess even just moving away from the idea that it has to be this daily like structured thing, even if you're able to kind of get out there, say once on the mm-hmm. weekend and do a really nice walk or gardening or something can even have some really great benefits to carry you on to the next week. Yeah. And I think, you know, we were talking about this before we got on, like, as of now, you know, at this recording, people still can go to the city parks and, and access the trails, you know, they can't access all the other amenities, um, like the playgrounds and things like that, but you can get out on the trail by yourself. But, you know, I don't know if that, we don't know if that's going to change. And so I'm even hesitant to tell people right now, go go and get on, on the trail. I'm kind right. of, my 
guidance right now is like find nature where you can because they're yeah right where exactly how you can I know one of my when we're talking about this it, it makes me think of kind of the bird example of um one of my favorite kind of memories of and it wasn't even outdoors it was just my grandmother would always when we would she'd put us down for a nap in her home but she would always lift the windows up while we napped um and you know the screen was there but and she always had a lot of trees and like the birds and you could feel the breeze and I remember that being some of the most peaceful sleeping that I've ever experienced and I really think now that we're talking that it was part of because it was paired with that nature sound and the feeling of the wind and just something about um so it gives me at least personally hope that even if we can't get out to the parks get out you know on these bigger things that you can still kind of get creative in your home and find ways to change it up a little bit and invite that into yeah, your space. Yeah, that's such a nice memory to think about. Um, yeah, I'm glad you shared that. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to talk just very briefly, because um, as you mentioned, we we don't really know what next week or the next month will really look like and when things will be able to get back to quote unquote normal. But once we are all back kind of in our, you know, flow and going back to work and and whatnot, what kind of um, things are out there, at least in San Antonio, that people can become a part of or how can they work with you or how can they make this a part of their treatment or or lifestyle? So we're really lucky in San Antonio. I think that our local government really values, um, green space and they understand the importance of it. We have a really great greenway system. Um, Almost any part of town that you live in, you can access that. And so that's, you know, I always tell people like just find a trailhead and get on it. Um, You know, working with me directly, um, it's best to follow me at psychhike.com. So that's P-S-Y-C-H dash hike h-i-k-e dot com um i post events there and i'm often found um doing other retreats with other organizations and just kind of coming in and talking about these topics um i also have a newsletter that you can sign up for where i send information out once a week um to just kind of help people stay motivated you know my goal um in life, I feel like is just to get people outdoors more often and to kind of shift our thinking about nature and the outdoors being like this emergency response system. Um, And what I mean by that is like, so often at work, I hear people say like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I have to get up and walk around. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out, so I'm going to get away for the weekend. What I'd like to see is for people to just do that stuff because it's good for us <laughs> and not wait till we're so mm-hmm. stressed out that it's like, you know, a call to get away and get into nature. I'd like to just see people doing that regularly. And that's why, you know, the the work that I do with uh, women is is like we're getting out every week, you know, or every time they meet me. Um, we're going ahead and getting outside and not really waiting until like 
you're feeling called or feeling like you need that. And it's just becoming kind of like a normal part of our therapy sessions. Um, so I don't know if I right. a- answered your question there, um, but the best ways to kind of, yeah, follow what I'm doing is um, website. And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook and it's at Dr. Weta Grove, which is D-R-W-E-T-E-G-R-O-V-E. Um, okay. Yeah, you did. And I'm glad that way people can, um, you know, maybe look and follow along and see what kind of events you're holding and see how they can try something out. Um, do you do, is this just individual, so like taking them on as a client or do you also offer say community kind of group? Yeah, I do both. So, um, the most recent kind of community hike that we did was, um, at the beginning of March, um, I collaborated with someone for International Women's Day and we got a group out and we went to Eisenhower Park, a local park here, and we hiked. And what was really powerful about that is um, we created a space to share memories about the women who had inspired us. And it was really, it was just really powerful and, and nice to hear people, hear women get to talk about kind of who shaped them. Um, so I will sometimes do hikes like that. I do a lot of public speaking. um, And what I would like to do more of, it's an idea that I've had kind of recently, it hasn't come to fruition totally yet, but is offering something for groups of women to do as like an alternative to like um, doing wine tastings or spa days, although those are both nice too. And I, I mean, I encourage women to do that kind of fun stuff too but kind of like an alternative to that would be like a a women's group hike where if you wanted to get out with your girlfriends for Mm -hmm. like a girl's day um and do like a hike and then go have brunch somewhere I don't know that there's anyone doing anything like that here locally at least that I've heard of and I thought that would be really cool you know to get women out men have opportunities like that all the time they go fishing and hunting and you know they they get opportunities to be outside together um as women we don't get as many of those opportunities um and so I wanted to create that for women here and so we'll see how that goes um COVID kind of stopped me but uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) right yeah I love that I look forward to seeing that because I think at least I know in my practice there's several clients who would gravitate towards that one of the most common things I'll hear is just you know because I'm always always kind of advocating and encouraging people to join some kind of a group because I, I really value connection, I think that it's just super vital to anyone's well-being. And so, but the thing is with groups sometimes, especially if you're an anxious individual, you know, you, the thought of going into this enclosed room with a group of people you don't know and talking about some personal things just feels incredibly paralyzing even. But there's something about taking that outdoors that I can imagine is just a whole different experience. I mean, you just the the environment alone you don't feel trapped in a room you know literally you're out in space like there's space there's this just different element to it and so I I almost feel like what you're talking about would be really really just a different option to feel kind of that less trapped feeling that sometimes my clients will mention 
is there reason for not joining things like that? So I think that's great. I think that there's definitely a whole kind of population of people that would want something yeah, like that. Yeah, thanks. We'll see how it goes. I guess you might have more time than you thought to, to create the, yeah. the blueprint for that right now while we're at home, but looking forward to that. Well, I'm so excited to have been able to, to get you on here and talk about this. I'm excited to put this out and see, you know, how it can be of benefit for, you know, all of us right now during this time. But even afterwards, I, I really think that once this is all kind of over or, you know, different, that there's going to be a lot of us wanting to get outdoors, even if we didn't before. And so it's really nice to be able to hear how that can benefit us um, just in a, in a very emotional and even mental health way. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. Yeah, it's been us. fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We'll take care of yourself and we we're in this together. We'll see what comes of it. And um, I'm looking forward to connecting again soon. so much for listening in today. I hope that you and your family are finding yourselves safe, well, and doing okay during this current time of the COVID pandemic. I know that it's not been easy for any of us for a multitude of different reasons, but just know you're not alone.